The Fringe, only on Late Nights on K-Talk. Now, my next guest has made a living out of playing dead, literally. Uh, Chuck Lamb is a professional dead guy. Yes, that's a real thing. Uh, once a regular computer programmer from Columbus, Ohio, Chuck is now known in the movie industry as Dead Body Guy. Now, it's not a career uh, that most of us would even know exists, uh, but... Uh, there's something about Chuck, obviously, that makes him absolutely perfect for the job. So just what sort of talent, skill set uh, and education do you need to become a professional dead person? Let's ask the man himself. Chuck, welcome to Late Nights on Cape Talk. Thanks for joining us. Hello. I'm very glad to be there. Hello to everybody in South Africa. <laughs> now, sir, how on earth did you get into this line of work? Well, it, it, it just started like 12 years ago. And I always had a dream or something like on my bucket list that I wanted to see my name on a TV show or a movie really just one time, just to say I did it, you know, and I was smart enough to or, or good enough to be on a TV show and see my name in the credits, you know, something that will last forever. And my wife and I used to watch the TV show Law & Order all the time. Uh, are you familiar with Law & Order? Very much so, yeah, big fan. Okay. Well, the older ones had uh, Jerry Orbach was Lenny, and at the beginning of every show, the first five minutes of every show, there would be a dead body somewhere, and he would make a smart remark, you know, over the dead body, and then the show would start. Dun, 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 dun. Exactly, yes. Well, <laughs> that night, uh, after I told my wife, you know, what I wanted to do, I had a dream that I was the guy laying there, and Jerry Orbach was saying something smart, you know, above me. And, and I told her, I said, you know what, if you really look at me, I'm bald, I'm pale, I have bags under my eyes, I look like I'm dead anyway. I said, Tanya, my wife's name, I said, I would be the perfect dead body. And she started laughing, and so within the next two or three days, we made the website. You know, I make web, websites, and I, made, I got the name Dead Body Guy, and we started taking funny pictures around the house of me playing dead and within six weeks the way the internet is nowadays we were on tv on the today show here you know in new york city and after well no i take that back i'm sorry six weeks later uh the new york times did an article on me on the very front page national and once you get in the new york times you know, the whole world knows about mm, you. Mm. So as soon as the New York Times article hit, then all the TV shows and everybody started calling, and it just it went crazy. It went like a snowball. I have to ask, Chuck, is there is there much call for a professional dead guy? I mean, have you been able to give up computer programming? Well, I got injured like eight years ago, so I'm, I'm retired now. But, yeah, there's – I don't think you could really – you know, make a full-time job of it, but I work quite often. I, I do I do probably five or six or seven shows a year now, and uh, I, I do hundreds of interviews, and uh, um, it's it's been good. I know. I don't think you could live by being the dead guy, but you could have a lot of fun and make some extra money. So tell me, what what might we have seen you in? Well, I, my, the, the one I'm most proud of is called Thanks Killing. I actually got to talk in that one. That's why I like it so much. Um, and it's about an evil turkey who um, is demonic, 
and it comes back and kills a bunch of college students for revenge of the first Thanksgiving where the pilgrims, you know, uh, slaughtered a turkey to, to share with the Native Americans. So um, that one I'm the sheriff in, and, of course, I die and, and I, I get killed. And he actually takes off my face and puts it on his beak, oh. and all the kids don't recognize that it's a turkey with my face on it. They still think it's me. Right. What's this movie called? I need to get hold of this movie. What's it called? Oh, you have to see it. It's a cult. It, it, it really turned into a cult favorite here in the States. I'm it's sure. Thanks Killing. Thanks Killing. Uh, and, and, a, yeah. and in it, a turkey puts your face on its beak. Right. And my daughter comes in and doesn't even realize that it's the turkey. She goes, oh, hi, Daddy. I, I, this is, this is more, this interview, Chuck, is turning out to be the gift that keeps on giving. I am so glad. Well, thank we, you so much. I am so glad we invited you on, invited you on. And I'm looking right now, I'm looking at, at images, Google images uh, of, uh, of thanks killing. You, that, uh, yes. that is, that is quite upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> That's the strangest they, thing. A lot of people say, that the scene of the turkey and me when we're having tea, uh, and I think he's that he's a midget, uh, and one of my kids, my, one of my daughter's friends, is one of the funniest uh, horror scenes ever. Right, that's my weekend sorted. I mean, immediately, I will yep. be I will be getting some popcorn in and watching Thanks Killing. So that's just one movie that we that we can see you in. I have to ask, what are some of the skills? Uh, that are required. Like, what do you have to be to do to be good at your job as a dead person? Well, the main thing you have to have is patience. A lot of people think that movies are just made and they've got everything set up, and and it's not. For for like a, I did a movie with Danny Aiello and Leslie Ann Warren called Stiffs, uh, which is a great name for a guy from Dead Body Guy, <laughs> um, about a funeral parlor that was going out of business, and uh, it was a comedy. And I only had a total of maybe six seconds in the whole movie. But to get to that six seconds, I had to wait for other scenes and it to be set up and the extras and all that. It took about eight hours to film just that six seconds. So the main thing you have to do is have a lot of patience because making movies isn't anything like I thought it would be, you know, when I when I started this. Mm, mm. So tell me, do... and and there's a protocol, you know, that you have to go by. If you like, you're working with a big name actor like John Travolta or Sylvester Stallone or something. If you're on the lower tier, like an extra actor, or what I do is called a featured extra. Mm. Um, you know, you just don't go up to the to the main actors and go, "Hey, can I have an autograph or a picture or, or something like that?" It's uh, it's just not done. If they come up to you and speak then it's great. But, you know, you're not allowed to go up and, and bother him, I guess. I'm sure. I'm sure. Have you ever made a, a sort of faux pas? Have you ever managed to upset anybody on set, a big star? Um, well, yeah. Well, yeah, not not meaning to, but um, we were asked to go to the Academy Awards, the Oscars, in 2006, my wife and I. Mm. And Joan and Melissa Rivers was on the red carpet, and, you know, when you walk on the red carpet, they would stop everybody and go, what do you do? Who are you? And, mm. and that kind of thing. And uh, Joan Rivers, we were walking up the red carpet, and we had a film crew with us 
from Russia that was doing a piece on us. And, um, and she looks and goes, hey, you've got people following you with cameras and everything. She goes, what do you do? And that's right when Dead Body Guy was, like, all over the news, and, and it was on TV almost every day, and it was on TMZ and, in the, you know, in the tabloids and stuff. And I said, you don't know what I do? I said, do you want me to show you? And she goes, yes, if you don't mind. And I fell dead like I was having a heart attack at her feet. And she got all upset and started screaming, and she called security and had security walk us away. Did she? For what yeah. reason? Was she did, because she thought you were being what? She thought I was really having a heart attack. <gasps> oh. Oh well, that's good. I mean, at least that that's that's. Well, then when she found out it was just you know me being me and you know trying to make her laugh, she wasn't as happy. Interesting. Ah, oh, the the late great and sometimes irritable Joan Rivers. <laughs> if you're just joining us this well, evening, well, and we we also did one for CNN. And, and what we did, we went to Central Park, and they laid me down in Central Park and put a bunch of fake blood coming out of my head. And the, the, the camera guy and a, and a wonderful reporter named Jeannie Most was doing the, the piece, and they all hid in the bushes and watched to see what people would say and do walking past me. I laid there in busy Central Park at least 10 or 12 minutes, and everybody was just ignoring me, just kept on walking. They looked, but they just kept on walking. And finally, a guy came over and kicked me, and I didn't move and didn't come out of character. And he gets on his cell phone and starts calling 911, and they had to run out of the bushes to go, no, 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 please, don't call 911. We're just doing a, you know, a TV thing. Wow. I wonder how that would go down here in Cape Town. I wonder, I wonder how long you'd have to be I don't know. You guys should try it. Yeah. Take somebody out there. <laughs> I don't think we. I don't know if we can. I don't know if we can try. I don't. Don't. Although Cape Town, New York, I'm not sure. Uh, if you are just joining us, my guest this evening is uh, Chuck Lamb. Uh, and if you uh, don't know that name, you might know the name uh, Dead Body Guy because that's who he is. Uh, once uh, a computer programmer, Chuck uh, then uh, soon became uh, the guy known in the movie industry as Dead Body Guy. He essentially uh, was a professional dead guy. Yeah, you know the when you switch on a movie and, and there's a dead guy that's chuck uh listen it's it's incredible i'm i'm so fascinated by your job what's the best gig you've ever had um well i got to do csi miami i was uh killed off a boat uh, in there and they actually put me on the autopsy table which i thought was really cool uh it was cold but it was very cool um so i think that was my best one and um i've done Probably 24, 25 um, uh, different TV shows and movies. So I've been very fortunate for somebody that just wanted, you know, one time that it explode like it did, and uh, and and it's just been amazing. I got to tell you, I'm a I'm a six foot tall, bald, chubby little Cinderella. That it's been so good to us. We've been so fortunate. I've got to do a, a lot of autograph signings when it was really popular, like, you know, eight or ten years ago. And I've met some of my Hollywood heroes by doing that. You know, a lot of stars now, you know, once they get to a, a part where, you know, they, they're they not as uh, – they're not A-list anymore. They're like, say, a B or C-list. A lot of them will do autograph signings, and they'll get a whole bunch of them together and then charge people to come in to come in and meet their, their favorites and – and I've got to do some of those, and I've got to meet, like, 
Debbie Reynolds and Mickey Rooney and Linda Blair and just all the people that I grew up thinking were so cool in the movies, I, I actually got to sit next to them and be like one of them. It, it has been so wonderful. It, it's been a dream come true, really, just for something that I came up with just for a little bit of fun. Chuck, what's the goriest way that you've ever had to die? Oh, my goodness. I did a, a horror show. There's two of them, actually. One was called Vacancy with um, Luke Owen's brother. Um, oh, his name just skipped me. Who's Luke? Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Owen Wilson's brother, Luke. Oh, yes. That's what it was. Yes. Uh, Luke Wilson was the star of it. And when they got in the hotel room, there's a snuff film playing on that, and there was a lot of blood in that. But I did a, a magazine article um it was either for fangoria or a horror magazine or something but they had the zombie girls eating my inside and i bet they poured five gallons of blood on me by the time it was done and blood if you don't know is made out of um like Cairo. i don't know if you have it there corn syrup ah. pancake syrup that's clear and then you add a little bit of red dye to it and a little bit of green dye to it and it looks just like blood but um, so it actually tastes quite was, nice. I had, I had blood in places where you shouldn't have blood. <laughs> Listen, the one thing that I want to know is how do you keep still? Because when you look at uh, sort of, you know, a, a favorite movie and if somebody's died in that movie and it's a big epic moment uh, and the camera sort of pans in and I'm always looking very closely to see if I can see a flickering of the eyelids or their chest moving up and down. What's your secret to playing dead? I do, too. I watch for the same thing, and I'm sure a lot of people do. What you need to do is just, like, try to hold your breath as long as you can and just kind of go to your happy place. Just try to zone it all out. And, and it's not as easy as people think. I mean, most scenes take, I would say, a good seven or eight shots before they get the one they really like. Have you ever seen the movie Tombstone? No, I don't think I have. It's, it's, it's got um, Kurt Russell in it and Bill Paxton, Sam Elliott. And it's a, it, it was a huge Western movie, but Bill Paxton, uh, he passed away, you know, last year or the year before, mm. and he was Morgan Earp, Wyatt Earp's brother in the movie, and he played the best dead body I've ever seen. He got shot, uh, and they laid him on a pool table in, in a bar, you know, back in the 1880s, and Kurt Russell grabs him, and he's going, don't die, Morgan, Morgan. Morgan, and he shook him. I would have had a headache if, I, if, he, if somebody shook me that bad. And Morgan never flinched. I mean, uh, Bill Paxton never flinched. It was the best. If you ever want to see the best dead role ever, watch Tombstone and when Bill Paxton plays dead. I'm going to do that. I might, you're giving me a whole list of films here, Chuck. I'm going to have a great weekend I know. Looking, looking at all these looking at all oh, these I know. Kevin Costner, his very first film role ever was... Um, wasn't it in um, Chinatown or China Syndrome? Uh, he played a dead body. I have to say, I'm not a massive fan of Costner, and as far as I'm concerned, he played a dead body in every movie that he was in ever since then. But that's just oh, my... I know. Some of my roles are better than some of his. Yeah, I've been better than him. <laughs> that's just my... That's just... Do you want to hear the story of the hardest dead body I ever had to play? Immediately, yes. Um, I was asked to do a pilot for ABC. It was called The Jury. And it was, it was really a good concept. I don't know if it ever hit TV or not, but um, 
what you did, you watched the show, and then you're supposed to go online and watch the trial and everything, and you were supposed to vote guilty or innocent. And uh, I was on the pilot of it, and I was a disc jockey that got strangled on a beach. So they take me down to Florida, and they lay me in, a, in this beach, and they have this whole railroad system, like, you know, track system for the camera to pan around. It took a good hour, hour and a half to set it up. And so they lay me down, and they put the, the makeup on me where it looks like I've been strangled with a rope. And I'm laying there, and while I'm laying there, they didn't realize they had laid me down in a pile of fire ants. And so I'm laying there for a good 45 minutes or so. The sun is so hot, and these ants are biting the heck out of me. And finally, when they get it all done and the director goes, cut, that's a wrap, I get up and I immediately run towards some water and I start putting water all over me. And the guy looks at me and goes, what's wrong? And I said, I'm, look at all the ants on me. I bet I had 100 fire ants on me. And the guy says, well, why didn't you say something? And I looked at him and I said, I didn't want to ruin the shot. Look how much you did to set all this up. And, uh, um, oh, that was, boy, I had little bumps and itchy burns all over me for days after that one. Would you ever write a book, Chuck? Because you've probably got stories you know, upon like stories. I've been mm. featured in a book. Um, uh, a lady called and did an interview with me, and she writes um, books for, like, middle-aged kids, like 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. And it's uh, it, – it's, um, so you want to talk about – and then they, they – like, she had one – so you want to talk about poop, and so you want to talk about dating. <laughs> anyway, and so she wrote one that says, so you want to talk about death. Okay. And she did a whole chapter on me, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, about playing dead. So I was pretty honored about that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about writing a book. I was going to name it Zero to Famous in Six Weeks. Zero to Famous in Six Weeks. Well, that's what happened to me. I started out just having a little fun, and six weeks later, here I'm known around the world. Before we let you go, Chuck, is there any show or film, either that you haven't been in that you wish you had, or any particular role, dead body role that you yes. wish you'd had? Yes. I, I still want to do The Walking Dead. I'd love to be a zombie mm. on Walking Dead. Um, I'd like to do Law & Order uh, SVU. And I write them and bug them all the time and they don't write me back because I'm, I'm real persistent. And um, I think I'd like to be on like one of those Sharknado movies. I'd like to, because they have some really good bloody dead scenes in Shark. Have you ever seen any of the Sharknado movies? I'm afraid I have. <laughs> I have, yeah. This wonderful one where but, uh, I don't know if it was one, have, two, they or have three. Some of the best deaths of anybody. I remember seeing one, uh, the trailer for one of them, and I don't know if it was, um, it wasn't the one that I watched, but a shark jumped out of the ocean and ate a plane. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that great? Very, very and, realistic. And trust me, I'm not, I don't have a death fixation or anything. Uh, to me, you know, everybody's going to die. So, you know, you might as well make a light of it. But, a lot of, uh, like, um, Conan O'Brien wanted to be on his, on his uh, late-night show. But then I started talking to the producer, and I said, listen, I know how he does, everybody. You know, if he's going to start saying I'm some crazy dude that, that is fixated with death or, you know, I sit around and, you know, have a chicken wing rubbing my head or something, I said, you know, I, that's not me. I'm just a regular guy that, you know, found out something that worked for me, you know, because the way I look. I mean, I, I literally, look at my pictures. I look dead. I mean, they, they couldn't have found anybody better to be dead body guy than me.
Listen, I think you've, you've said it. I'm looking at a picture now of you lying at the bottom of a set of stairs with a with what looks like a, a child's toy truck. I'm guessing that there was some kind of pratfall yep. involved there. Listen, Chuck, it has been wonderful to have you on the show. Um, if anyone's interested in finding out more about Chuck, please go to his website.com and he's also on Twitter at Dead Actor. Chuck, what a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks so much. It has been wonderful. Thank you so much. And if anybody wants to fly me over to South Africa to do a movie, I have a passport. (laughs) Noted. Thanks, Chuck. Okay, thank you so much. Bye-bye.